this is Ron Carthen. Welcome to episode three of Ron and Nick's Rundown. And Nick, how's it going today? It's going all right. Not a problem. Yep. So, yep. So this is we made the three episodes. Our third episode. I, I wasn't gonna do it sooner, but there was so much going on this week, and I figured now would be a good time to do it. We are recording this episode before Game Six of the Thunder and the Jazz. And, uh, you know, we got things to do, and, you know, I know we didn't record this late. So we're going to do this now. And LeBron James, Nick, is heading to (laughs) – LeBron – let me repeat that since Nick coughed very loud. (laughs) LeBron James is heading to Game 7 in the first round on Sunday against the Indiana Pacers. What are your thoughts about tonight's game, first of all, because the Cavs got embarrassed. This LeBron James. LeBron James. <laughs> LeBron James. You're talking about LeBron James. Yes, I am talking about LeBron. Man, let me tell you. <laughs> Come game seven, if I see another asshole like that, I'm gonna call the police. You understand me? <laughs> I'm gonna report an assault in Cleveland. Yep. Tonight was a straight assault. Yes, it was. <laughs> it was absolutely an assault. LeBron James. I mean, it was evident that I mean, what his second leading scorer was Jeff Green tonight. Of all people, Jeff Green. Good lord. Oh. That will not get it done. Georgetown's finest. Yeah. <laughs> him, yeah, him and Roy Hibbert um, <laughs> on that squad. <laughs> but, I mean, it, it, it was just embarrassing. They just got completely embarrassed. And, um, yeah, I, just your thoughts overall, about, again, about what you saw this evening other than a complete butt whooping. Uh, I'm really not too surprised that it's going to game seven the way Cleveland's been playing. But mm-hmm. um, I really think the Pacers are going to win it. Wow. Wow. And uh, even if Cleveland get past the Pacers, I really don't see if they pass the next round with Boston. Uh, no, no, that won't be Boston, Dick. Oh, yeah, that's right. It'll be Toronto. Yes. Oh, uh, well, maybe they got a shot. Kyle Iron seemed to get shook when, uh, uh, when LeBron get on the court. <laughs> Calvin got y'all shook. Yeah. <laughs> That's a painful reference. Anybody who wants to look, who's listening. Good. Right. Yeah, we watched that. Well, yeah, matter of fact, we watched that movie. How many times you've seen that this movie now, Nick? Painful. Before I continue, listen, man. I saw it enough. Okay, it's for that way. It's a classic. You'll see that Painful is a classic. That's what I said. It's a classic. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yes, it's a. Ugh. I liked it, but. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll save that for another day. Good Lord, Peyton Fools. Anyway, <laughs> but Victor Oladipo, welcome back, Victor Oladipo. Dropped 28 tonight and shot the ball much better than he did the last couple of games. Like, what do you think of Victor Oladipo tonight? Uh, he was hitting her tonight, man. He, he, he said, I'm not going home. Who going home? <laughs> not me. Not me, coach. I'm here to stay. <laughs> yeah, I see, he tried LeBron twice and got on the second time on that dunk. I was like, ooh, wait. <laughs> wait. Is this your king? <laughs> uh, is this your king? He <laughs> <laughs> knows what Black Panther references tonight, huh? Yeah. I was like, ooh, man, Killmonger. Hey, <laughs> is this your king, man? Because he just snatched this whole soup. <laughs> man. I, I, I tell you, and it's a bonus. I thought he night dropped nineteen tonight. I thought he, I thought he was a good second score for them. What you think it's a bonus play? Yeah, he came alive. You know, uh, he started off a little shaky when he came alive towards the end. So I think he'd be all right. I don't know if he'd be able to duplicate that performance game seven, but mm-hmm. 
I think you did pretty good tonight. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. I think Game 7 is going to be the most watched sporting event definitely this weekend. Um, for sure. I, I, goodness gracious, Game 7. That, that's all you have to know. Game 7 in the first round. If LeBron loses in the first round, Nick, what will that say about LeBron? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I know a lot of people call him the goat, but you know, he's not the goat. I mean, he's in the goat conversation, but yeah. he ain't the goat. Yeah, I mean, he. Let's yeah, I mean, that, let's be honest. We both agree with this. LeBron is not the greatest player of all time. Okay, he's he's definitely one of the best. When it all said and done, he'll be one of the one of all time greats. But he is definitely not the best ever. He's not. It's just simple as that. He is not the best ever. I just wish the media would stop these debates and have people all over the place having these conversations and the foolish at the end of the day. LeBron is not the greatest player of all time. That I mean, this really shouldn't be a debate. It's the media that makes everybody have these conversations. Let's just be real. I mean, it's ridiculous. Huh. Only if social media was around when Michael Jeffrey Jordan was in his prime. <laughs> Goodness gracious, the, the clips. Everyone will have. Everyone will share the dunk. Yeah, man. this guy was just a monster. If he was not around during that time, he missed a great time in basketball. Yeah, I mean, we were definitely poor. We were me and Nick were both blessed to see Jordan play in his prime. Uh, both these guys playing their prime. Yeah, I mean, it's it's gonna be. I'm definitely looking forward. Definitely looking forward to seeing what happens though in Game Seven on Sunday. And I can't. You, you're taking the Pacers to win it on the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm taking the Pacers to win it. I mean, um, I feel like it's gonna be Boston Celtics, uh, LeBron all over again. I can see him taking the jersey off through the tunnel. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! So this is the last time you gonna see him in a Cleveland uniform? <laughs> Philly looking real nice on uh <laughs> on the side in the Atlantic Eastern Conference. Good lord, they, that team, goodness, Philly, Philly is just on a whole nother level right now. They are definitely on a whole nother level. It's ridiculous. But let's get to one other one series that ended tonight. The Raptors eliminated the Wizards, and it was pretty much the Wizards. The Wizards just cannot close out basketball games. They just can't. And these last two games, they just haven't been able to close out. And tonight. They, Raptors won 102-92, eliminated Wizards in Game Six, and the Wizard, no, excuse me, the Raptors outscored the Wizards 29 to 14 in the fourth quarter, and 17 of those points from the Raptors came from their bench. Their bench outscored the entire, outscored the Wizards 17-14 in the fourth quarter. John Wall scored four point, only four points at the free throw line. At the free throw line, he missed all his shots over four. Now and Bradley Beal, Bradley Beal gave dropped I think thirty two tonight, and John Wall dropped twenty three. But it's how you finish, and the Wizards tonight just did not finish. First of all, what what about the Raptors? This is only their fifth playoff series win in franchise history. What do you think about them heading forward, looking for, uh, going forward? Excuse me. Yeah, I think uh, the Raptors are uh, a really good team. I mean, I, I did see them beat the the Wizards. Um, 
I mean, I mean, I kind of knew. We all kind of knew it was going to come sooner or later, you know. Um, you know, I feel like the Raptors' next series, if they get the Cleveland or the Indiana, um, they're going to put up a good effort. I, I mean, I can't say they're going to get past them, but, uh, I mean, we'll wait and see to that until to that point comes, you know. Barn, nobody gets injured from, um, from game seven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> free throw line. Seven is to well, I would talk about Thunder and Jazz, but I don't want I want to hold off on that. I just I just kick it, but I'll just say, real quickly. Can you believe that we're actually in a game six? Jazz should have had should have put this team away in game five. They were up twenty five points, and the Thunder tied the game heading to the fourth quarter. I mean, can you even believe we're actually talk we're actually right now looking at a game six of, in this series? playing with house money. I think they're a good team, but like I said, I think there's more 
within the team. Oh, it's not you can't see it on the surface, but I just think that uh that the the, the Bucks are not yet a complete team. And uh, if they get past them, I think they're gonna have a problem in the next round, whoever they face. Yeah. Um, so, I, 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 like I said before, I feel like if Jason Kidd was still there, I feel like you know, you know this this game this series would probably be over. It'd probably been over in, in six with the Bucks winning. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's gonna be interesting tomorrow afternoon. I mean, like I said, I mean, this is Game Seven at Boston. Boston is, I mean, like I said, Boston—they just work hard at home. No matter how good or decent a team they are, they just—it's just—it's just a tough place to play. And I, I definitely, and you know, good to see Barker Smart back. Um, I, I'm expecting big things tomorrow from Rozier and uh, and and Tatum and maybe Brown. I definitely expect big things from them tomorrow. Uh, Giannis, we'll see if Giannis can get uh, Jabari Parker do some things off the bench. It's going to be an interesting game tomorrow. I'm definitely looking forward to it. That, that game tips off at 8. That's one other thing. Celtics and the Bucks tip off at 8 o'clock tomorrow, tomorrow. But game 1 of the Pelicans-Warriors start in, at 10.30 on a Saturday night in the, East, in the East Coast. It's ridiculous. That game should have been slated at 5.30. But I, I, I'm not going to go crazy about that. But it's just ridiculous. It's a Saturday night. But uh, what do you think about uh? Before I talk about some other things, what do you think about the Warriors and Pelicans series? Where you see that going? Uh, cats are really uh. There's a lot of rumbling going on, and you know the Warriors may get put out. I'm hearing some folks say that, but uh, mm. I'm not sure. You know, it's gonna be tough without Steph. But uh, I don't know. Katie is a whole other animal, but yes, Anthony Davis is too. So mm-hmm. um. That's a dirty goose. That's a dirty goose. Shut down. I don't know who can shut down Kevin Durant or Anthony Davis. They're just they're tough to guard. They are both very tough to guard. And as far as I'm concerned, well, last I read, Stephen Curry did have uh did definitely participate in practice today, full. And I know he's questionable for game one. I don't expect him to be in game one, but that's just me. That's just my prediction. If he can't play in game one, there will definitely be a, a totally different dynamic. And Stephen tell you right now, anybody that is ready to go and just out the gate is definitely Stephen Curry. He'll be ready. But Kevin Durant, he's, he just needs Klay Thompson to, to be that second scorer. Then, yeah, I expect Klay Thompson to step it up. He's going to have to. 
in the series, if Steph Curry is not available, he's got to step up to uh, help them go into the next round because uh, if we get glass ankle Curry instead of Chef Curry, it's going to be a problem. Right. <laughs> uh, so, Nick, the Sixers. Do you think now that so I, I know you mentioned before you can see the Sixers taking it to the finals? Are you convinced that this is the the time for them to go to the NBA finals? You think this is it? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Now, no question. Barring injury, Lawrence Joella Pete stays healthy, and Ben Simmons, finals here we come. There's no, there's nobody in the East I can see right now knocking them off. Mm-hmm. I don't care. LeBron gets past these Pacers. Those, I don't care if they beat them in the Eastern Conference. I don't care who they beat. They not get past them Sixers, man. Mm. I wouldn't be surprised if they beat the Sixers. If we go, if the Sixers win in five. <laughs> I want to call sweep. I'll be just a little respectful. <laughs> I mean, it is. I mean, they. They. I mean, they played so well, and that, I'm glad that Joel Embiid came back and did his thing. Uh, I'd say the X factor for me is definitely JJ Redick. I think. When JJ Redick is on, he that's definitely another great piece for Philly. And like I said, Philly need, need to find a way to keep JJ Redick. He had a one year, he had signed a one year deal. They need to keep him. They need to find a way to do Cut that. Cut the checks, man. Cut the checks. Yeah. I earned my money. Yes. Cut the checks, man. Yes. JJ Redick has earned his coins this year. Yeah, he most certainly. I, mean, I don't know if he's gonna get twenty three or no, twenty three or nineteen. I I can't remember which one it is. It may not be as that much, but mm-hmm. he'll get something, you know. Real, real nice. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, <laughs> most definitely. And while Houston awaits, uh, wait, hold on. Before I, I'm, I'm moving too fast. What happens to D Wade? Nick, this, you know, after 15 seasons, is he'll he? Be back. You think he'll be back? Yeah, I give him one more year. He'll be back. Yeah, he can't. I mean, he ain't gonna go out like that. I mean, I mean, he, he, he ain't go out bad, but I mean, I think he'll be back one more year. Right. Tour. He said, even though he said he may not do it, I think he'll go Tour. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Why not? What's stopping him? The only thing stopping him, the only thing stopping him is he wants to play anymore. I mean, uh, 15 seasons. I mean, he put. I mean, he's put his body out there on that court every night. So you know, I mean, if he decides to walk away, that won't be too. That won't be too surprising for me. Um, but. We'll definitely see. We we'll see this summer if he uh, signs a one year deal somewhere else or or is it Miami? He's staying in Miami. Unless, unless Pat Riley say no, he's staying. Right, most definitely. And the team they eliminated the T Wolves in five. Um, so what happens to Andrew Wiggins? Do you think this is the, it's time for Andrew Wiggins to pack his bags and, and expect the trade? He on the block, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he definitely on the trading block. Yeah. Just saying, man. Um, unless he come off this offseason and do some magic, you know. Mm-hmm. I just feel like he can pay a little too much to, uh, me, pay a little too much not to perform to that uh, contract level. I mean, he's supposed to be what? The, the, he was supposed to go in as the second scorer, and Jimmy Butler was supposed to be the third option. But, you know, see how that turned out. Yeah. I, I'm just amazed how bad he played. Not, not, not bad, but how just how his numbers just dropped. It is it's just insane. I mean, I thought Andrew Wiggins would definitely look a lot better. 
a lot better. But um, we'll see next year. It's gonna be it's gonna be a, a good group of guys to learn from this. I'm not sure if they'll get better. There's a lot of good teams in the West. They just they have no other option than to get better. I think they'll. I think Carly Towns will continue to be great. Jimmy Butler is Jimmy Butler. He is who he is. But Wiggins has got to be the guy to step it up next year. I mean, they got a good group, but we'll see what happens with Tibbs. Angel Wiggins is a very good player. He's a, 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 yeah, a very good player. Mm-hmm. And could be an all-star. He just got to, you know, put in the work. And I don't, I don't think he's uh, too comfortable in Minnesota anymore. Uh, he doesn't look, seem to be. Right. Uh, but uh, maybe it's just it's from the outside looking in. Uh, you know, I, don't, I ain't got no, you know, <laughs> sources you know yeah yep exactly so while everybody like teams like the rockets the sixers and the raptors they await uh we'll definitely like i said we got two games tomorrow night uh that i mentioned already bucks celtics game seven eight o'clock and 10 30 will be uh game one of the pelicans and the warriors uh at 10 30 on a saturday night like i said i'm not gonna bet much more um and and sunday Cavs Pacers in in Cleveland, whoo! Like I said, ratings galore. Every, the world the world will stop to see that game. <laughs> and if uh, if oh if the Jazz win tonight, it'll likely be the Rockets and the Jazz, I believe, Sunday or Monday. Or and, but if the if this if this uh, if the Thunder win this game tonight, it'll definitely be a game seven on Sunday. Like again, people, we are watching, we are recording this game. As it, it's going on right now, we do the Thunder and the Jazz in Game Six. This is Ron Carthen and Nick Carthen for Ron's, excuse me, Ron and Nick's rundown. You can, you guys can tell it's pretty late. <laughs> but um, let's uh start. Let's talk about the NFL Draft, Nick. Was there anything you liked about the NFL Draft? Um, the Giants getting uh, Mr. Barkley <laughs> and the Ravens. Trading up to get uh, Lamar Jackson. Mm. Uh, I feel like uh, Miami Dolphins maybe should have um, rolled the dice on Mr. Jackson. <laughs> um, Ryan Tannehill, you know, he's starting to look like a starting to look like Christmas egg, a Christmas ornament. You know, he's hit the ground, he out. <laughs> so uh, it's no disrespect, but <clears throat> but that was so sorry. <laughs> but. I mean, here's the thing. I mean, I don't know if the Dolphins were going to get Lamar Jackson. I mean, it's just, it is, I don't think it was that was going to happen. If they had, it was going to be a, more of a pocket passer. I don't think Adam Gase wants a mobile quarterback like Lamar Jackson with him. Uh, but the Ravens, like I said, Joe Flacco has no more guaranteed money after the 2018 season. And, I, and you know, RG3 is there, maybe against a mentor, Lamar. And Lamar Jackson, at some point, this will be his offense to run. If if it goes well, obviously, in practices. That's exactly what this is. And Joe Flacco, this is a big year for Joe Flacco. I mean, he has to prove himself to organization and to other teams out there if they don't want him anymore. So, it, it, <laughs> go ahead. You ain't got to worry about it because they ain't going to want him no more. <laughs> put that in, put, take that to the bank, I'm telling you. And, I, I like it, Joe Flacco. You're all right, but you know, that, that money he getting now, that, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Unless he pull a Super Bowl out the hat. <laughs> and let me say it, and I'm going to say Shaquan Barkley, and I, I made this bull prediction yesterday, and I'm going to say it. Shaquan Barkley 
is a future Hall of Famer. Jaquan Barkley is going to be ready. Now, Giants offensive line is going to get better. And they're just, including with Nate Solder, now with the Giants from the Patriots, it's going to be, um, I think it, the Jaquan Barkley is going to be fantastic. I truly do. I think he's going to be one of the best players in the league. Fantasy football is going to be all over him. Believe that. And with the playmakers, with Odo Beckham Jr., Sterling Shepard, Evan Ingram, that people don't mention too much, who I think is a great tight end who could have a great season. Eli Manning, uh, we'll see how much better he gets. It wasn't a great year for Eli, but uh, of course there are injuries and things he, that were out of his control. But I just, yes, goodness, it was a terrible season there. Ben McAdoo had to go. I think Pat Shermer, though, is going to get this offense going. And they're going to be, I think, I think they're going to be, fan. I think a good season awaits for their offense. And for the Giants. I don't know how many games they'll win, but I think it's going to be a good season for them. Uh, but here's my, my Greg. If some people were upset about Baker Mayfield getting drafted to the Browns, what do you think about that, Nick? Him going uh, number one overall? I like Baker Mayfield. You know, he, he's uh, they have a great attitude. Uh, you know, I like guys like him that don't really care what folks say. Just go out there and show them and play. I mean, I really don't see a problem with the pick. I know some people may have thought that if they pick Barkley first, they, you know, Mayfield will probably been there at the, at the fourth pick. But, you know, you can't really uh, bank on what everybody else is going to do. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you want a guy, you can just go in and pick him up. Exactly. I mean, this, I told people, I told people this. How on earth, what do you guys expect? People, teams were going to try to trade up to get him if they wanted to. They could have done that. And I'm, I, the Browns made the right call. They had to get the quarterback that they wanted. And John Dorsey, who's the new GM, he knows what he's doing. He's cleaning up the, the darn culture of that franchise. They can't get any worse. They lost every game <laughs> in the 2017 season. And for those and those people who said, what, what about Tyrod Taylor? Tyrod Taylor is not the long-term plan. The plan is for Tyrod Taylor to play until the rookie quarterback is ready. And when Baker Mayfield is ready, it will be his team. And Tyrod Taylor will be the odd man out. Or lucky to be on the bench. But he'll be likely be the odd man out of that team. And I just don't understand how people can be that upset about Baker Mayfield getting drafted. It was a mistake as far as I'm concerned. I mean, they get the pieces right now and they, you know, picked up a defensive back Nenzo Ward. Some people were stunned it wasn't Bradley Chubb, but that was a need. And I think the, the Browns right now are doing a good job. They'll definitely win a lot more games next year. Well, some more games next year. I don't want to say a lot more. They'll win some. Yeah, definitely. I mean, they're going to they're gonna at least get one. <laughs> they will at least get one. They're not going to be bad, that bad next year. No way, no how. Um, other te- other picks that I definitely liked. Uh, well, what, well Nick, what do you think of Sam Darnold to the Jets? That's another one of your NFL teams. What do you think of that one? Uh, you know, my Jets, we've been uh, <laughs> all over the place with emotions, you know. Uh, I just got to wait and see, man. I can't get done too excited about it right now. <laughs> I'm a wait and see thing. Yeah. Uh, I like Todd Bowles as a coach. He said that he liked the guy, but I need to wait and see, man. Mm-hmm. You know, the Jets have been... You know, they put some things together and just broke my heart every chance they got. <laughs> and time they, uh, they 
Jackson and time they beat them Patriots in the playoffs, boy. <laughs> yes, God. Oh, so you didn't want to see me coming from a 30-mile radius because I was running that mouth. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing, though. I mean, I think the Jets, I think they made a good pick because he does have to play right away, but the only problem is the turnovers. They have to clean, he has to clean that up. He had 22 turnovers last season, including six lost fumbles. So, he will have to, but he can. <laughs> I mean, he graduated from the same place. He went to the same place as Mark Sanchez, so, you know. <laughs> yeah, um, as long as he don't do no button fumbles, he all right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he will be better. I think he'll be slight. He'll definitely be slightly better, at least. Mark Sanchez. At least slightly. <laughs> um, other quarterbacks, uh, uh, Bills traded up to get Josh Allen from Wyoming. Um, I think with, with the quarterbacks they have on their roster, with Agent McCarron, and uh, Nathan Petterman, the the five pick quarterback, Nathan Peterman, <laughs> the one that they thought was going to be the one that was going to be better than Tyrod Taylor during the season. That almost cost them a playoff spot. <laughs> but um, uh, let's see, Josh Allen from Wyoming. I, me personally, I don't know if I'm a believer in him. Everybody likes his measurements. They he, they said he's built for a quarterback, but he's just not as accurate. My, and he was he only had one touchdown pass and six picks. Against Power Five conferences, uh, Power Five teams, I just don't know if I'm a believer in Josh Allen right now. Um, you, talking about, you talking about Twitter fingers? Yeah. I mean, I heard you strong at that. <laughs> oh my God, that you know was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you don't know the difference between uh, GA and ER. So. Yeah, that <laughs> that was definitely. You know, we we leaving at that. Oh, yeah. I mean, he seemed like well, when I see him on TV, he doesn't seem like. That guy, I just didn't see him as that guy. I personally yeah, still don't see him as that guy. Maybe not, but you know, he, you know, he had more sense than that. You know, come on. Now. Yeah, he. Well, first of all, no, I'm not making that. I'm not making up anything for his. You know, make make no excuses for him. But yeah, he should know better. He definitely should know better at that age. Everybody say, when well, he was 15 and 16, what did you say when you was a teenager? I wasn't going around saying that on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, let's be fair. We, we didn't have Twitter back then. Uh, <laughs> I didn't go around saying all that other stuff. You know, come on, man. Yeah. Uh, you know, come on, man. Yeah, exactly. It's just, it's just, you know, it's just common sense. You know, you don't live in a bubble. Yep. <laughs> exactly, yeah. But I, we're going to see. I don't know what's going on with the Bills. I mean, like, it's going to definitely take time. I don't expect the Bills to do too much. Next season with the quarterback play, um, but yeah. <laughs> but let's talk about uh, to be the one of the most uh, interesting quarterbacks in this in the out of the five we talked about, Josh Rosen from UCLA. Um, very outspoken quarterback. <laughs> very outspoken. Very honest. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> and he said he's gonna now those nine teams made a mistake. Those nine teams who passed, they made a mistake. Yeah. I was like, talk to him, Josh. Talk to him. <laughs> who made a mistake? Nine? Yeah. It's like everybody else, too. They move up to get you. <laughs> that's everybody. Yep. <laughs> talk to him. I mean, he, I, I thought it was you. I, I think it's a great pick. I think it's a great fit. He will be a starter there soon. I mean, Sam Bradford. Sam, Sam, Sam Bradford, dear God. No, they got to start him week one. I don't care. I don't care. 
Please. It's, it's good. If Carson Palmer at the house, they are oh, they gonna wheel him out there. <laughs> fall, fall apart one more time. Carson Palmer is happily retired, which he should be. Good yeah. Lord. And you know, Josh Rosen. I mean, he'll have a, a good group around him. I don't know if uh, Larry Fitzgerald will be there by the time he begins to play. Uh, yeah. I, I'm not talking about far as this year. Now this year he is, yes, but like for the future, he definitely will not. Larry Fitzgerald's been contemplating that for a while, so that's why they got a good receiver in the second round, like Christian Kirk, which will probably his future go-to guy for his receiver. But David Johnson coming back next year, at least he should. They're running back, so it's um I I, I think Josh Rosen I think long term is definitely going to has a great is a great fit uh for all the teams. Uh, Lamar Jackson it's going to take some time. It's going to probably take a year or two until we see Lamar Jackson. Uh, Baker Mayfield I give it about a year or two. Sam Darnold maybe next year if Josh McCown doesn't do well. <laughs> give it don't worry about Josh holding it down, man. Yeah, yeah. Took, you know, they, they, they took that, that bag of misfits and won some games last year. Damn it. <laughs> Ty Bowles got a coach. <laughs> Was there any other picks you liked in this draft? Uh, I, I mean, uh, that, that uh, blew me away like that. I mean, uh, Jalen Hurts first round. Yeah, the story was definitely the quarterbacks, uh, and of course Shaquan, Saquon Barkley, definitely. Uh, <laughs> like I said, I, I would just keep saying it over again, he's a Hall of Famer. He's gonna be a Hall of Famer when his career is all said and done, and I'm gonna stick by take that. that. Take that. Yes. Take that. But a big thing happened tonight. North Carolina T. Before I get started with more things about the draft, Brandon Parker, offensive tackle, North Carolina A&T, third yes, round, sir. third round pick to the Raiders. Shout out to him. I think. Yeah, shout out to him. I yeah. think. Yeah, I think you know. Last two years, we got an Aggie drafted in the NFL draft. I'm, I'm, I'm stoked. That's just a testament to the hard work that these Aggies have had the last three years. Two celebration bowls in three years. Yeah, and a solid program they got going on over there. You know, a lot of you don't understand how much uh, hard work and dedication they put into getting that program together and making it uh, successful. Yeah. So. Absolutely. I mean, I, I, I think Tariq Cohen, I'm waiting to see Tariq Cohen year two. Uh, I think he's going to be a star. Well, the star, he is already a star. Well, not necessarily a star, but, well, not quite superstar status, but he's definitely those that people are paying attention to and keeping an eye on. That's for darn sure. He definitely made a great first impression last season. Um, yeah. Also, we got to talk about some other things. Uh about this draft, uh, by Packers, goodness gracious. I thought we were going to get Derwin James, but we did not. We got Jerry Alexander, I believe he got his first name right, from Louisville, which is not bad. We also got another cornerback tonight, Josh Jackson, so we're taking care of our business. Um, <laughs> but I really wanted Derwin James. Um, he take care of the receivers. Yeah. <laughs> and why just say you want somebody to throw it to? We're going to go find Des Bryant. Oh, good God, I don't know when, we're gonna, when that's going to happen. I don't know if we're going to get Des Bryant. I know Des Bryant wanted a one-year deal, though. He wants a one-year deal, and he wants a multi-year – so he can get a multi-year deal in the, in the 2019 season. 
So we'll definitely see about that. Still be very uh, about that, Brian. Uh, I'm just amazed he's still um, looking for a team. But, but Ravens were ready to sign him. They were ready. But he was like, oh, no, no, no. I want the, I want a bigger paycheck after my one-year deal. So, so I don't blame him. I guess he's trying to bet on himself since everyone thinks he's falling off. And I have no decision. Another one, Martavis Bryant from the Steelers got traded to the Raiders yesterday, which was long overdue. Yeah. Um, I just, uh, it was just time. It was time. I got traded for a third round pick. I, I had no sympathy for Brian. Go ahead and go. <laughs> yeah, he's a pretty decent player. I mean, you know, but yeah, it was time for him to just move right along because, you know, he, you know, when you got folks like that that don't want to be around, you start bringing the locker room down, bring mm-hmm. folk down, you know, mm-hmm. it's super negative. You don't want that flanking around your spot, so you just got to get rid of him. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and like I said, people, I'm definitely going to talk more about the NFL draft towards the end of this uh, end of this week. Um, and tomorrow, obviously, well, Friday, not Friday, excuse me, <laughs> Saturday, the last day of the NFL draft, rounds four through seven. We're going to see. I mean, there's still some gems out there. Well, maybe a few more gems out there, but a lot of good ones in, in rounds, the second and third round. So it's going to be it's going to be good. I mean, like I said, the draft this year, draft coverage this year on NFL Network. Slash Fox, since it was Soundcast on Fox. And ESPN, I thought both coverages were really good. I thought Mayock, Mike Mayock was on his A game, as always. I mean, when, when those picks are out, Mayock is, like, ready to go, and he's fired up for every pick. And they had, like, about at least 8,000 highlights this year from players. I'm like, good Lord, who could sit through that this whole time? <laughs> Absolutely insane. And, uh, obviously, ESPN, ESPN group was much better. Uh, much better, you know. Berman and, and Gruden were obviously there the last few years. This year with Trey Wingo, Mel Cabrera, Lewis Reddick, and uh, Kirk Herbstreet, it was definitely a much better group. It was much better flow. They need to keep that group for years to come and going forward. Uh, so I like. I think both coverages I think have done well so far. Um, I know, like I said, uh, Chargers getting Derwin James. That's definitely a huge one. In my book, uh, the Saints picking up Marcus Davenport. They traded up for my guys, uh, the Packers, to do that. But they, but they handed the Packers their first round pick for next year. Who knows how valuable that would be for Green Bay? But <laughs> the Saints, they got something going. I mean, they got a good, a pretty good defense. That defense definitely improved big time. And da- Davenport's a good pass rusher. Uh, that pick will definitely be huge for them. Uh, and I've seen the Bears get some good receivers. Um, and well, now not picking up good receivers in the draft, but picking up good receivers in the offseason. I saw they picked up one Anthony Miller, who will definitely be a steal in this draft from Memphis. Um, but it's gonna be interesting. Like I said, I like the draft. The draft moved very well this year. And let's see, there was like there was some good stand up picks. I know Calvin Ridley to the Falcons, uh, Alabama wide receiver, definitely a big one in my book. Uh, Vita Villa uh, from Washington, defensive tackle, going to the Bucks. The Bucks with that front, that front uh, seven, with Gerald McCoy, Jason Pierre-Paul, the, with the, who the Giants traded <laughs> over there, and Vinny Curry from the Eagles. It's uh, I, I think the Bucks definitely. I think that's what a, one picks that people aren't necessarily giving much credit they deserve. I think the Bucks front seven is gonna be just as good. Or better next season. So we'll see. But uh they got any final thoughts? Uh, not at 
the, not at the moment, not at the moment. I'll probably save them for uh, after game seven of the <laughs> Cavaliers and Pacers. Yeah. I gave my final thoughts on that. <laughs> Man, that series, that, yeah, I can't believe we're going to seven games. Well, actually, I should believe that we're going to seven games. But that will definitely be my series. Of, that will definitely be my sporting event this weekend. And by the time we get back to this podcast as well, we're definitely going to talk, I'm sure we're going to talk about Avengers Infinity War. I've been avoiding those spoilers all day. <laughs> I've done a, I've done a good job with it. I just hate when people do that. Like, why don't y'all just say it was a good movie and then move forward? Go talk about anything else. <laughs> mm, I, don't, I don't get them either. I'm like, what, you have something to do, fam? <laughs> exactly. I ain't asked you. <laughs> I mean, so but let me see. My final thought is this: I thought there was some good talent in the first round of the draft. It's a good talent in the second, third round as well. But the first round definitely has some good talent. Uh, oh yeah, Bradley Chubb to the Broncos. That's another one that stood out to me with him and Von Miller. Whoo! That's gonna be. I'm telling you, Bradley Chubb. Once he figures it out, that's gonna be a dangerous pass rush. Um, I mean, that was a definitely no brainer for the Broncos. To get that one. Another one stood out to two Notre Dame offensive lineman getting picked in the first round, Quentin Nelson and Mike McKinley. Yeah. Uh that was that that's definitely big for their program. Um I definitely definitely like that. Virginia Tech had the Edmonds brothers getting drafted last uh last night. Trayvon going to the Bills and Terrell going to the Steelers and a great moment, obviously, Ryan Jazier getting helped to the podium and was able to walk. Uh, after that scary spinal injury he had during the season. I thought that was an amazing, inspirational moment. Uh, there was definitely not a dry eye there in Dallas. I thought it was definitely incredible to, incredible to watch. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited with the future holds for the NFL. I'm, hope, I'm hoping for a great 2018 season, but I definitely will be talking about the draft more. And I'm, I'm excited about Like I said, I'm excited about the season. I'm excited about the young players that will get their chance. To hopefully do their thing, but um, I'm, we're gonna go in and sign off now. This is definitely I thought it was a good episode, episode three. We'll definitely be back for episode four. This is Ron Carthen and for Nick Carthen. Thank you all for listening, and we'll definitely see you all. We'll not see you all. We'll definitely get ready to talk to you all next time. Here on Ron and Nick's Rundown. Right